Welcome to the Today Will Be Awesome podcast, a short form podcast where I share stories, songs, and conversations that aim to inspire you to see the beauty in each day. If you need a little pick-me-up, a boost of serotonin, or just want to hear something positive amidst the constant noise and negativity that can cloud our minds, then this is the podcast for you. This podcast is hosted by me, Kylie Odetta. I'm a 25-year-old professional singer-songwriter, poet, voice actress, worship leader, and dog mom. And I'm super passionate about experiencing the fullness of life every single day, even on the hard days. So my hope is that when you tune in each week, you'll get a dose of sunshine and maybe a slight shift in perspective that will leave you believing today will be awesome. Let's get into today's episode. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 11 of the podcast. It's crazy to think that we are already on episode 11 with only three left to go in this very first inaugural season of the Today Will Be Awesome podcast. I thought that it would be nice to just keep things sweet and simple today. I know we've had a few longer episodes the past few episodes and they've been so incredible. So if you happen to be tuning in right now to episode 11 and you haven't caught up Make sure you go back and listen to those interviews and episodes. They're so much fun, full of so many good things. But today, I wanted to share another journal entry from my travel diary. And this one happens to be placed in Greenville, South Carolina. So you might be wondering, how is that a travel diary entry? Well, I happen to just keep some different thoughts and journal entries in general in this same travel document, even if they're from my hometown. I just was reading it this afternoon and felt It had a lot of sweet moments to share with you guys. So I hope you enjoy it. And I hope that wherever this Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever time of day or night it is that you're listening to this, I hope that it finds you um, well. And I hope that it encourages your heart. May 21st, 2020, Greenville, South Carolina. I am currently sitting in the living room of my house with my dog, Zella, sleeping close by. Oh yes, I have a dog now. That's something I never thought I'd say until I was married with children in the very distant future. Yet here we are, and she is the most wonderful addition to my life. It's funny how that happens. Unexpected and amazing new paths open up to walk down as life unfolds. My brother's dog, Layla, had puppies last spring, and Zella was one of them. I didn't intend to keep one of the puppies, but this persistent girl stole my heart by crawling into my lap for four days straight and falling asleep. I thought, it's going to be difficult to give this one away. And then, what if I don't? What if I keep her? It sounds dramatic, but truly my life flashed before my eyes with her in it. I felt a tug on my heart that this was going to be a beautiful way to begin to look outside of myself and care for someone other than me. It's been a year now, and I have learned to nurture, to love, to be patient, to be silly. I spend even more time outside. She sleeps on the end of my bed and sometimes curled up next to me like a human. We cuddle and play tug and fetch and walk. She's a dream. I already know my heart will shatter when one day she passes on. But for now, we live. Anyways, back to the present moment. Here in my living room, there is a deep red oriental rug. Cozy handed-down furniture, including... A mustard yellow chair from Linda. A large comfy couch, lounge, and bookshelf from Papa Carl and Grandma Jane. A letter desk from Rosie. A mirror from Dee Dee. My record player and Marilyn Monroe painting. String lights and two lovely lamps, one that is stained glass. This is not my parents' house. This is the house that I am renting with my friend for the first time ever. Can you believe it? I officially moved out. 
The central point of my coming and going is now this house. I am 22 years old and another chapter has begun. I find that I come here to write when I have more time alone. It brings me great joy to read through my time in New York, my trip to England. The entries of the travel diary have jumped from then to now, which is rather interesting. When living with family the past year and a half, my down moments were spent with them instead of with these words. And I could sit here, sad perhaps for the fading of memories or the unwritten about experiences over the past year. But instead, I think I will choose to be grateful that my life was so full of people, and especially my parents. Maybe I will find time to reflect on this unwritten about time in my life and bring some of those moments to these pages. But for now, just know that while they were not perfect, they held so many sweet and slow encounters with people I love. My brother got married and I learned how to open my heart to change. My parents and I shared our last Christmas living together and I learned how to savor time. I made out with my ex-boyfriend and learned how to live more honestly. I started and didn't finish an online Berkeley course, and I learned how to be loved in my lack. I quote-unquote kidnapped my dad and took him to the beach and learned how to love radically. I released Under the Sun, like literally and Too Broke Too Busy, and learned how to not take things so seriously. I got hired to record my voice reading the entire Bible for Dwell and learned how to endure with joy. I learned how to value people and relationships over my career. I traveled to California, New York, Alabama, Georgia, and learned how to embrace wherever I was at. I turned down a worship position and learned how to trust God's plan. I went to Passion and Music Midtown and learned how to come back to the truth of who I am. I lived. It's wild. That first week I moved into my new place, April 17th, I was excited, but mostly uncomfortable. Transitioning, grieving, fearful for my safety, lonely, and full of words. It reminded me very much so of the first week I spent in New York. I think the first week is always the strangest, the hardest. But then, just like before, I found a new rhythm alongside my constant friend and God. As I sit here now, looking back at the words I'm about to share, I see the fruit of change. I sit here so at peace, so at home, so confident, so wonderstruck with all that God has done and is doing. Solitude breeds inspiration. Because of the space it leaves for emotions to rise to the surface and out of your heart, without noise and movement and pressure from those around you. These are the words that bubbled up inside those very first few days. So now I'm going to share with you guys a few poems that I wrote those first few days that are listed in my journal entry. Here's number one. My optimism and silent expectation seem to have gotten the best of me. Was my hope misplaced? Perhaps. I find unshed tears and a lukewarm teacup in my lap. Sneaky like the devil, the waking of past fears. Somewhat different, yet not entirely new. Have I made the wrong choice? Will I ever belong here? I'm sure I will. I'm just not sure what to do. I pray for safety. I long for you. My optimism and silent expectations, I've determined not to lose. And this next one is another poem. It's certainly interesting that solitude and sadness breeds poetry. Also, time. In the midst of these pages of thoughts, shipwrecked and bleeding out, meek and hesitant, I find my soul is consoled. Do the words themselves take away my fear? Sometimes. But rather, and in addition, they remind me of a courageous woman that I once knew. Same predicament, but the setting is new. 
The first week is the hardest. Apparently, I just want to know why. Why does it have to change? Logically, I know the answer, but emotionally, I find it less easy to accept. I almost wonder if it's because I've gone and made a mess for no reason. I lay my pride down. I'm not hiding. These things taste bittersweet. I won't deny them. I steal myself, I swallow, yet I still feel hollow. Why so downcast, O my soul? Show me again, Lord, who you are. Show me again, Lord, that you're not far. Give me, Lord, a brave heart. And this last thing that's in my entry is a song that I started writing during that time as well. Settle into your skin again. You know this body, but it's been a long time since you've lived in it. Breathe deep in these lungs again. You know this heart, but it's been a long time since you opened it. And I know it feels so strange, like you're different and you'll never be the same. And I know you don't know the way to move on. Just settle into your skin again. You know these hands, but it's been a long time since you held a friend. Speak slow. Let your mind rest. You know this thought, but it doesn't have to worry you yet. So that's the end of the journal entry from May 21st, 2020 in Greenville, South Carolina. And as I was reflecting on that entry, it really made me think of my life even now. I feel like I find myself in a season where I'm slowing down, I'm reflecting, and I'm grateful for where I'm at. I'm grateful for the wisdom that God has given me over the past few months, the patience he's been growing in me, for the freedom and the peace I feel to really take my time with the music I'm working on, with the vocal issues I've been having. And it's just reminded me that I wasn't always this way, that I used to feel so anxious when things like this would happen with my voice. And I used to feel so hurried and like I was running out of time in my career. And it's just a testament to God that he continually is faithful to us and has been to me and grows me along the way. I mean, even several months ago when I moved into the house I'm in now, I was feeling, like I said in a previous episode, a little bit lonely, a little bit confused, kind of having a quarter-life crisis, if you will. And now, several months later, I find myself just so content and not complacent. I have big dreams always, but I feel good in my skin. I feel good about where God has me in life and who I am. And that's only because he's been walking with me, bringing me out of those places and into new ones. And I'm sure there's going to be challenges up ahead. I mean, I know there will be because that's how life goes. It ebbs and it flows. Whoops, didn't mean to rhyme there. (laughs) But I'm grateful that I have a friend in God to walk with me through them. And I am just grateful where he has me right now. So wherever you find yourself, maybe this episode is simply about encouraging you to reflect on your journey today, to reflect on the things that maybe you're grateful for but also to reflect on the things that you need God's help with that you're struggling with right now and write them down so that you can look back and see how far you've come and be proud and celebrate that. We are all becoming until the day we die, which means we're always works in progress. So have some grace on yourself, reflect, enjoy the journey, and don't forget to reach out to a friend or a therapist or somebody to talk to if you need external help. God is always there but good friends and therapy are always helpful as well. I love you guys, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Today Will Be Awesome podcast. I hope you're feeling encouraged and re-energized to step into this day with a humble curiosity and excitement. I release a new episode every Monday, so make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
or wherever you get your podcast so that you never have to miss an episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and share it with your friends. This is the quickest way to help others discover the show. If you want to find out more about me or my music, or you have any questions or stories to share, feel free to visit kylieodetta.com or follow me on Instagram at kylieodetta. See you next time.